Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Let's talk harness racing and joining us is Darren Clayton. Good morning, Darren. Yeah, good morning, Steve. How are you today? Good, thank you. I talked about Leap to Fame yesterday and this morning, how he was a painless win for that very promising horse uh, on the weekend. But that horse of Gemma Hewitt's that ran second last, what a performance. It was a big run, wasn't it? Um, lost. It was out of shot um, on the camera. You couldn't see it. And it's ended up its run fifth. It's beat one runner home. Um, superb effort. It was a good winner there on Tuesday. And, um, um, yeah, he, he looks to be certainly something pretty special. He was a good winner um, on that Tuesday meeting. He had had five previous starts, I think, all down in New South Wales before Gemma's moved up here. Um, those runs, if you go back and look through them, they're all against high-quality horses. He made the one of the, the big race finals where my ultimate Byron, a really good performer that's unbeaten for Jared Elchin, was the winner. Um just looks like a little bit extra maturity and might just sort of, he might click into gear. A balmy, yeah. So worth following. Do you know what Leap to Fame's doing now or Grant Dixon is doing in the noms anywhere? Uh, I haven't seen it in the noms. Um, there's probably not a race for him this week. Um, yeah, still not sure whether they send him south to the, the New South Wales Breeders' Challenge at times, probably. Probably needs to be an immediate decision with that. The two-year-old heats will be pretty well um, sorted out soon. So um, it may be that he does not go. We know Teddy Disco's not going. He was runner-up there uh, to leap to fame on Saturday night. Teddy Disco, he was he was pretty good. He was first up since the Q-bred triads back in July. Um, he had had two trials. Fired out. So good gate speed there on Saturday night, did Teddy Disco. And then just let uh, Leap to Fame just roll around. Grant never used Leap to Fame really out of the gate. He just let him balance up, roll forward, and then once he took control, um, it was pretty much all over. He's a very, very smart horse, Leap to Fame. So, uh, like you mentioned, Amami was good in the running um, as a runner-up or in the back in the field. Teddy Disco was the actual runner-up. Um, another one there, Tim's a trooper for Grant Dixon. He's a very nice horse in his own right. He's just um, come up against a pretty solid stable mate. So um, where he ends up as well, um, he's he's got a win to his name. Tim's a trooper, but uh, yeah, not sure sure where they all end up from mm. here. This might shoot Grant off a message. Where he leaped to fame. I think a few of our listeners or hardest punters might have, you know, nearly driven off the road last Friday when Jared was going through the prices. They heard a dollar seventy about leap to fame. They didn't muck around. It was, Started a dollar fifteen. There were no scratchings in the race, so dollar seventy into a dollar fifteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, mm. uh, he looks at. He was never really in danger, really. Once he found the fun either. So, mm. but like you mentioned, um, probably a couple to come out of that, Steve. That um, might just find some easier races. You, Soho Casablanca it was first up for Mark Ducks. Um, he was a new purchase to their stable. Um, he certainly did nothing wrong, just tucked away on the fence and watched those good ones go around. Amami, we mentioned him, and Misty Creek, or Lola Wiedemann's got, yeah, he's a fairly handy two-year-old in his own right. He will actually go around at Redcliffe on Thursday. Uh, he'll tackle the older horses there where he's probably likely to start a pretty short price favourite. Ron Salas is with us.
Yeah, I wanted to get Ron on this morning. Steve, just have a quick chat. He's got a couple of good runners in today. Only got a small stable, um, but consistently turning turning out winners week in, week out. And uh, two of those runners look good chances today. Ron, good morning. Morning. Thanks for having me. I love a chat. You've got uh, two runners there today. The first one comes up in race number four, Delightful Reason. Now, um, if you can get the cash with this mare, it'll be uh, all filly. She's still only just a three-year-old. It'll be a good result. You bred her, you own her, you train her. Just won't take the drive today. But uh, she looks a good chance after a run of bad gates. Yeah, that's that's the point. She's um, had a few bad alleys lately and getting home good. Uh, so I always say if they can't earn from barrier one, they're in trouble, you know. But um, Happy Publicans goes pretty good. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping for a one-two, you know. How much gate speed has she got, Ron? She's 250 tap fixed at the moment, delightful reason. Yeah, no, not not the not the safest, I'd say. So, you know, um, not real confident of her leading, actually. She has won by the the passing lane before her last win did, did come via that uh, via the inside. She drew inside the second line on that occasion. Um, you'd be happy enough if she just can stay leaders back and, and be waiting for that passing lane opportunity. Yeah, actually, I, I think that might be the best go. Nerissa likes to lead, but um, she's not the strongest horse in the world. So um, sitting on the leader would be good. And. Uh, Nerissa's got uh, the other drive for you that you have in today, also drawn barrier one. So you've done the right thing, or the barrier guys have done the right thing by you to a pair of ones. The Democrat, probably a little bit of a tough race again. Does he have the speed to hold out Street of Pearl, do you think, Ron? No, it's the same scenario as the other one. Um, he won a few starts back leading and went pretty good. He's not the bravest horse in the world, but... Um, I uh, I think his best go would be to follow the speed as well. Yeah, he's um, he's certainly an, another horse that uh, has done a good job for you. Now, like I mentioned, you've only got a small team and um, you've had some good success over the past week. How many horses in work at the moment? Still just 12? Um, <laughs> I like to keep 12, but at the moment I've actually got 13. But um, now I like to keep it uh, down to the 12, so it's hands-on between um, Stacey and myself. You know, we can we can handle them pretty well, you know. So with an extra one in the team, you've had to get in some extra help? Um, <laughs> no, no, try, I'm, I'm a bit hard to get along with, I think. So um, just try to, to keep the, the, the dozen or so, we, we can handle that pretty good, you know. Yeah. Um, you had... You had some good success again last week. You always sent, seem to be able to have one bob up in the winner's circle. Um, was it Sunday night, your last winner out at Redcliffe? You won the first yeah. race there with... Yeah, won the first race there with Royal Obsession. Um, another horse that uh, just sort of bobs up thereabouts. What can we expect from him going forward? Yeah, he's just a handy, you know, little money earner. Um, does his best all the time, but um, once again, no star, but but um, keeps the bills paid, you know, and um, and he's a lovely horse to have around the place, so it was good. And, uh, yeah, he won on Sunday, and then, um, but it brings you back to earth. So I run last in the, in the last race. So, um, yeah, it, it's uh, you've got to enjoy it, that's for sure. It's a fairly uh, different way to book in the card, race one or win. <laughs> 
the last race of last. So yeah, yeah, it certainly. Like um, you say, it brought you back to earth. Yeah, it's, it's tough to get in the big head, that's for sure. Um, yeah, sat there all night. It was pretty cool over there on Sunday night as well. But um, no, that's that's the way it goes. You win some, lose some, don't you? Now you've managed to. Um, you've got a bit of an association going with. Uh, Jamie Danberger Smith and his Summit Bloodstock Group. He's got horses with everyone. Um, you've got a couple with Jamie. Yeah, I've got. I've got actually, I think I've got about five for, for Jamie. Um, through the Luke McCarthy um, Association, they sent me a couple, and uh, they won. And, and then I've got a couple more, so um, it's ticking along okay. But um, he, he's, he's got a fair few horses, so he spreads them around, which is good. Uh, any unrace that we can keep an eye on going forward? No, not really. The only one I've got, I've got another uh, two-year-old out of Opal's Delight, but like most of her breed, they're a bit hard to get going, so um, I'm hoping to get him ready by Christmas, you know? Yeah. Well, it uh, certainly makes it a, a good opportunity being having that Q-bred scheme behind you, and um, delightful reason has that, and um, hopefully today... You can go home with at least one winner. I think you can get one and perhaps a placing. So thanks for your time today, Ron, and, and good luck with those horses. All right, no trouble at all. Yeah, Ron Salas joining us on Mobile Rolling. Grant Dixon's just got back to me. Uh, we're just texting each other about Leap to Fame, and he confirmed that next Tuesday, the Sydney Breeders Challenge, Robbie Morris, the driver of Leap to Fame. Well, there you go. He's uh, He'll be on a transport heading down there with... Uh, New South Wales still having those restrictions of um, of who can actually drive. Although I did note that this Saturday night, if you live from out of a region, you will be able to drive at Menangle uh, and take your horses there, but they'll be barned separately um, to the horses that are raced within the metropolitan region. So they've been able to accommodate that. So perhaps there is some light at the end of the tunnel there with Menangle. When I did highlight that race, I put it up on social media, Leap to Fame winning. Uh, I know this gentleman actually commented and said, make sure you watch your mommy in the race. Darren Garrard, he's with us. Yeah, I wanted to get uh, Darren on today, Steve, just have a little bit of chat. He's had a, a couple of winners over the weekend. He's uh, recently got a milestone victory and got a couple of chances today. Good morning, Darren. Morning, Darren. How are you? Yeah, well, thanks. Good weekend uh, over the week, over Friday and Saturday. Started on Friday night. It was a race we didn't get to see um, on Sky Channel, unfortunately. But uh, nonetheless, it was a win for you with the Philly Mullum Steffi, the three-year-old Q-bred trotting final, to it taking out there. Only the two-horse race. But uh, you must be pleased with how this filly has progressed. Oh, yeah, Darren. She's... Um... She's done very well. She's um, like this is sort of only her first preparation. She's had five starts. She's won three, and um, she actually left yesterday for Lunchbox Lodge for a little spell, and then we'll bring her back and hopefully she can compete competitive, competitively wherever she goes. She uh, she's shown certainly that um, she can trot cleanly. A, a couple of races. She's obviously still just learning, throwing in a few. Uh, off strides, but um, she certainly can trot by Sky Valley, um, bred by Burwood Stud, and you actually purchased her out of the Redcliffe Yearling Sale. Yeah, that's correct. Um, Angus took a liking to her at the sale and um, went and grabbed Dad and said, 
we need to buy this trotter, so they bought her. And that's um, just lucky she was in the sale, I guess. But yeah, she um, she's just got something about her. She um, she's very clean going. She wears she only she doesn't wear boots in front. No knee boots, no tendon boots. Just a set of bell boots and bandages in behind. She just yeah, she's she just seems to be all trot. Yeah. You've you've had a good association with with Square Gators and um, that continued again on Saturday night with Sir Fahrenheit making it back to back victories. This guy, he was uh, claimed the track record last week. Now, um, not a hundred percent sure, but pretty sure R11 Dream, a trotter used to train, did own that track record at one stage. Sir Fahrenheit claimed it back and. Um, I guess it's you've done a great job with this guy, and Angus has really shown a good uh, relationship with him. Been uh, able to drive into plenty of his wins. What has he done? Anything different with him recently? He's just been knocking on the door and finally got things to go his way. Yeah, well, when we were leading up to the DJA series, and that he, um, we thought we had him right, and it was probably my fault. I um. May have um, erred in my training, and um, he sort of didn't go as good as we expected. But um, yeah, we sort of got him back and freshened him up again. And Michael Bryan came and had a look at him and found a couple of niggles. And Emma, our vet, she um, helped out, and yeah, we seem to have him on song now. So, it, Michael, is he a equine chiropractor? That's correct. A little bit of work. Well, it certainly worked with him too. Really good wins, and, and like I mentioned, Angus has a great relationship with him. He's um, been on board for all his wins when he was previously trained by Donnie Smith. And you've got him. And off the back of that win, I see he's bobbed up in the nominations for the Inter Dominion. Yeah, we thought we'd throw him in. You never know. You know, we just see what happens. We probably won't be able to go, but we thought, oh well, we better just throw him in in case he um, he gets better. But, um, like, I think Saturday night he went pretty good. I think he ran his last half in 57 and quarter in 28.5 at the end of 26.00, which is um, reasonable for a trotter. So we might give it a crack. We'll just wait and see. Yeah, well, all all being equal, if, he's, if he is going well enough and you decide to, to send him there, would you send him down to another trainer or would you just bypass it because you can't? No, I'd bypass it. Yeah, I'd bypass it. He's a, he's a bit of a quirky horse and he can get cranky and you just sort of got to know him a bit. And, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd probably just... I wouldn't go if I couldn't yeah. go with him. Yeah. Uh, very good. Now, a couple of runners today. Um, you've got a horse that I think's going really well, just needs a little bit of luck and... Probably hasn't got the right gait today, I don't think, but um, just get your thoughts on it. And that's Despondent. He's in race seven, horse number eight. Yeah, he's um, he's had a spell and he's come back even better. Like, he's just racing terrific, just no luck, and we're probably not going to get much luck again today. So we'll just have to go and leave it to Angus and see what happens. Yeah, see what happens there. And uh, in the last, you've got Invincible Loxton. Um Probably a little bit of a tricky race, just where he's drawn, but um, likely to go forward at some stage. Yeah, I don't think we'll be going forward early. You know, we sort of he's, he's sort of a, t- a shade below what he was, 
So we're probably just going to have to go back, hope for a fast speed and get into the race at some stage. Yeah, some... Yeah, with with Invincible Locks and this just uh, um, with his naming, obviously a lot of your um, have you managed to go through all the Invincibles yet? No, I don't think so. I think yeah, there's been a few that sort of didn't make it, but um, yeah, Dad was he's pretty keen. He was clean cricket fan, and he um, was had you know into the Invincibles, and we named a few. We had Miller. And, and um, Invincible Loxton, Invincible Brown, Invincible Barnes. There's been quite a few of them. Yeah, it's just um, interesting to see whether you actually managed to get through the the, the 11. No, yeah, well, there's only like one the we... Yeah. There, sorry, there's only one we didn't use, we haven't used yet, is Invincible Bradman, but you've got to have a good horse before you use that name. Yeah, definitely. And... I noticed quite a few of your breed at the moment are starting to bob up with the name Mullum. You've got Mullum Steffi, Mullum Flo, who we saw um, contest in Oaks. What's the uh, what's the connection there? Um, Dad was a Northern Rivers boy. Um, he's from Mullum Bimby. A lot of our relations are in Mullum Bimby, so he decided to use that prefix. It's just a it sounds good and they're easy to name. So mm, I've got a relation from. That area that you probably know, really, Tony Carsberg. Yeah, definitely. You know Tony? Well, yes, certainly do. Well, if you have a look at the owners of Despondent, I think you'll find that Tony's one of the owners. There you go. Run the car dealership there for such a long time. Correct. Mm. Correct. We trained a couple of horses for him years and years ago. I haven't seen him but for yeah. years. We used to see him at Rockley Trots. That's how long the last time I saw Tony with my teens. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's um, John Ward and Tony Carsberg. John Ward's a cousin of Dad's. And Dad's known Tony Carlsberg for a long time. Yeah, Tony used to like a bet. And um, yeah. actually, thinking of Rock Lee, I only I went to the Rock Lee markets on Sunday morning. My partner and I for the first time in a long time, and I I made sure I took the the, the longer route so I could go past the old showgrounds to bring back memories of going to the trots on Saturdays. <laughs> I loved it that much. Yeah, it's a great place. It was yeah. Great Sorry, Darren. No, no, well, that, that pretty much wraps it up for me anyway, Steve. So I appreciate your time this morning, Darren. And, yeah, well, despondent, it might be a winner there. That uh, that Mullum Bimby connection yep. could get the catch. Race seven, number eight there today, despondent. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Good on you. Thank you. Darren Garrard joining us this morning. So Leap to Fame next Tuesday. That'll be interesting, won't it, with, with Robbie Morris. And uh, I see on Saturday night at Albion Park, Darren, uh, turn it up. Uh, it's a good little uh, free-for-all, famous short, make mine Memphis, turn it up, strong gate three, Tommy Lincoln, Lilac Flash and Northview Hustler. I reckon that first race, Darren, you'll be excited about that because a lot of horses here are coming off winning form. Uh, you know, Rock Fisherman, Waz Firebug, Blue Moon Rising, Deus Ex and Slick Blaster, they're all flying. Yeah, that's, that's right, Steve. And it's amazing what just what a little bit of extra prize money can do. Um, the club, along with Racing Queensland, have committed to um, increasing at least one race every Saturday night to, to $20,000 in stakes. Um, last Saturday night, I think there was actually two. I think the two-year-old feature was one of those, and along with the trot. Um, this week, it's a band five, um, Deus Ex. He was, two weeks ago, he was a winner, and that was the $20,000 race on that occasion. It was a qualifier, so... Um, it's certainly working wonders. There's some horses in great form now. I've had a quick look through it, and um, it's 
it's going to be a cracking race over the mile and, and they'll be running plenty of time and there's form all around. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that race. And we've had a little bit of later starts of late, so that'll be at 6.14 mm. on Saturday night. Were you surprised by some of the Queensland entries in the Inter-Dominion series, of course, the final come December? Um, probably not surprised. There's probably a couple there that I thought may have been in there. Um LL Cool J is one that springs to mind. He had a really good win at Carnival, uh, capped off with a, a fast-finishing um, result in the Blacks of Fake, only just in behind them, and his, his sectionals that race were super. Um, he went for a spell. Um, it's just taken probably a little bit long, and that's probably come around too quick for him, so he won't go. Um, Sean Grimsey's got a new horse. It hasn't even started in Queensland yet. It is... Um, to start for the first time this Saturday night for Sean. A horse by the name of Canina Problema uh, arrives from the Bathurst area. Um, did have a, a stint down in Victoria and it's been, a, it's been around a few different trainers. Um, owned by Ben Setry, who runs uh, one of the big studs down there in New South Wales at Bathurst, Brooklyn Lodge. So Canina Problema as his first start for Sean this Saturday night. He is in the norm, so that'll be interesting. Uh, Colt 31's there. Obviously, you spoke to uh, Grant Dixon and got the update that his blood wasn't right. Um, he'll be thereabouts. Turn it up. It's probably another one that's just a little bit of a um, um, query that he didn't wasn't nominated, but they have outlined that his days of travelling are probably over. He's got plenty of leg issues in a in a short career, but hopefully he can keep uh, going around up here and we see the best of him turn it up. Make mine Memphis the other. He'll likely go back to a New South Wales trainer, I'd imagine, was previously trained by Bernie Hewitt. Uh, he stayed behind after Bernie went back to Bathurst on the latest winter carnival raid. Yeah, the market at the moment for the Inner Dominion final with Tab, 11th of December, and King of Swing, 250, and then you've got Expensive Ego at 489 $9 self-assured. Ride high, you'd think it'd be a million to one of even racing again, according to the owner. Um, well, not a million to one, but he's he's hopeful, but not confident he'll race again. And Amazing Dream, of course, who, as we know, got up um, to fight a bit of a betting drift to win on Saturday night. Amazing Dream, $17. Yeah, won that Kilmore Cup, just the second mare to... Um, to win that race, and yeah, she's she's a super mare. I definitely wouldn't uh, rule her out of out of contention at all. Um, such as her record against the boys. Another one at, of interest you mentioned, Ride High there, Steve. Um, yeah, probably uh, not much chance of going around. But there's another one from the Emma Stewart barn in the nominations as well. Be Happy Mac. He too um, has been serving mares at Alabar Stud like Ride High has as well. Um, he's one of their stallions this season. So um, if he makes it back to the track, he'll, um, he's certainly got his career already lined up post-racing. Mm, of course, we get to see King of Swing go around in the Victoria Pacing Cup, don't we, in a couple of weeks? Yeah, certainly do. We yep. saw him trial last week, Steve. He went around at the Menangle Trials. Um, didn't even raise a sweat and he's run the time there in 149 and change um, taking about an 8 metre margin in that trial uh, Luke McCarthy sat as quiet as you would like 149.9 um, after a 26.4 opening quarter 29.28.2 home in 26.3 and did not move so 
King's swing has taken no ill effect from a bit of a break and um, a little. Definitely, they were huge efforts up in Queensland in the Sunshine Sprint and Blacks are Fake. While he wasn't a winner in each of those, he's taken no ill effect and that was a very, very smart trial there last week at Menangle mm. for King of Swing. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, Steve.